Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. With me is Louis Ragoni. Hello, Dolphins. Victory Monday, Mike, right? Victory Monday. Yes, we missed that. As you call it. Yeah, we missed we missed it one week out of five. We'll take it. We'll take that, right? We will absolutely take it. Gotta love it, you know. I mean, um, you know, the game yesterday was uh we were there. The game itself was you know it was really enjoyable but at the same token you know we're keeping these guys around you know a team that was uh, you know in regard to talent wise and you know starting offense and defense on both sides of the football i mean we were superior to them and they were beat before they took the field yeah a lot of injuries across the offensive line um you know, I think the coaching staff is playing the lose right now. I mean, you're you're kicking field goals late in the game. I mean, I and I understand it's fourth and thirteens and whatnot, but you know, a field goal is not going to do you any good at that point. And a couple other times when they had you know third and fourth and shorts. I mean, you know, your season's you know about to go in the shit tank. You know, you're one and three. I mean, you got to roll the dice. You know, um, I don't know if it would have mattered or not, but. You know, they did – that's the feel that I got, Mike. I mean, no Barkley, who's their most dynamic player. Right. You know, Daniel Jones is running for his life. To, as I mentioned, the offensive line's down. So, you know, I mean, it. We, we won the game, and it's funny because, you know, the spread was 12 and a half, right? Um, we did cover the spread, you know, which doesn't matter to anybody who doesn't, you know, we don't bet on the games, but people that do, I mean, I guess it matters to them, but not to us, but you know, Vegas said it was 12 and a half point spread and we covered by 15. So we did that, but you know, it felt like, you know, this game should have been more like 45 to three, you know, something, something in that, you know, ballpark because, you know, we were dominant. We made some mistakes that, you know, allowed them. To, That's why it wasn't. <laughs> exactly. That's why it wasn't. So, 
it was kind of like, um, you know, it, it was a great game. It was fun to watch, but at the same token, you know, you you just get pissed off about, you know, the turnovers and whatnot, and and the lack of turnovers, which is something you know, it's becoming a weekly thing with our defense. I mean, you know. We've talked about this before, Mike, and um, you know it's funny because we're talking about the negatives, and we might as well get them out of the way. But <laughs> you know, in regard to the defense, you know they had eight sacks yesterday, a positive. But boink, you know, you put that in the win column there, absolutely. But, but not one turnover again, and the fact that they literally could have had about fifteen sacks yesterday was pissing me off as well. I mean, there was. Oh, my God. Even when Tyrod Taylor came in the game late, I mean, they just allowed these guys and the pocket was completely breaking down. And it's just a constant thing with our defense to where, you know, they, they get there a lot of the times and they just can't finish the job. And, it, and it's kind of frustrating to an extent. Now, again, we had eight sacks yesterday, but when you had an opportunity at 15 or 16, you know, you're hitting on 50-50, you know, when, when you're right there. It, it's, you know, it's not a great percentage. And the turnover thing is really starting to bug me because I think we, up to this point, are second. the first thing I mentioned this morning. Oh, really? Yes. In, it, where? <laughs> on, on the page. On, on the page. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, see, uh, genius minds think alike, right? So, um, and that's a pat on the back and that's just a joke. You know, we're not that egotistical. We think, you know, we think we know everything to an ex- but we don't. You know, and but the bottom line is, is that the numbers are there. We have one interception through five games. I mean, that's that's a that's ridiculous, right? Exactly. (laughs) You know, exactly. Well, we have two, but Ogba has one of them. I mean, our secondary is (laughs) just not. You know, we're not Howard, I believe, right? Yeah, Howard has Howard has our lone secondary interception. I mean, you know, at some point. You know, we've got to make plays, you know, to, that turn games around to where it's not falling on the offense consistently because, you know, the offense is at a phenomenal pace right now and, and they've been able to bounce back from, you know, two made some pretty bad mistakes yesterday, you know, as far as... Uh, Tried forcing the ball a little bit. Forcing know? the ball a little bit, just, just not real good decisions, um, especially in a game when you know that, the only way they can possibly beat you is if, in fact, you do stuff like that. And, um, you know, result, they had 16 points over the course of the game and the interceptions uh, gave them 10 of their 16, basically. Otherwise, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. So, you know, as, as we move the season along and we play some better teams, you know, those mistakes have to be eliminated by Tua. You know, Mostert has to, you know, hold on to the football. A chain. Well, it's just a thing, you know. When you, when yeah. he's not a fumbler, I mean, he had five hundred and something carries, you know, without a fumble, and all of a sudden he starts fumbling. Yeah. Well, the hit. Go ahead. Well, what happens is when you, when you when you do start fumbling, teams get more aggressive at going after the ball because they think you're going to give it up. Absolutely, they should always be aggressive, Mike. But you're absolutely right. I mean, they should always be going for the football. The better teams are are, are right are phenomenal at that. You know, just getting to the football and but you know the hit you know this week the hit on Mostert I mean he had both he hands did. around the football the he guy did. just the guy, blasted. Guy got his helmet on the football <laughs> yeah it happens you know and the a chain fumble 
was, you know, he was, it was extra effort. I mean, he was breaking through two guys. Two guys had their hands on him. He was breaking through both tackles. And it looked like, you know, one of his knees was halfway to the ground, but he wasn't going down. And the guy popped him and, you know, he lost the ball. Otherwise, Lord knows, he may have had another long touchdown. But, you know, all that aside, um, I felt that, um, you know, Tua came back. He made some, you know, he made the big throw to start the second half. It was a great read, you know, because he saw Hill man the man. And why in God's name? Apparently, the he called that play. Who did Tua? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic play. I mean, yeah. evidently, there was some difficulty getting the call in from the sideline. He couldn't hear it. Okay. So he called that play. Well, maybe he should, maybe he should not call listen, more plays. <laughs> call more plays. Exactly. I don't like, you know, um, you know, speaking of the play calling. That was a wonderful throw, by the way. Oh, it was great. It was right. At, but, Mike, that's there anytime. And it's there to Waddle, too. As we were watching the game, well, he had opportunities at Waddle in the same situations. Uh-huh. You know, me and Chris were both there yesterday, right next to each other. And he was like, my God. I mean, you know, Waddle's just right down the sideline there, man the man. I mean. You know, just throw a fly. I can't speak to for Tua, but I'm certainly more comfortable with the way Hill catches the ball than the way Waddle does. Mike, on a fly pattern down the sideline, you know, as a professional, I mean, yep. I how can you you can't be concerned about something like that? I mean, it's you know, it's probably the easiest catch in the book. You know, I'd rather do that than go down the sideline. I mean, go across the middle, I should say. Um, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, it's it it's there. I mean, anytime there's man to man, and why, like I said, why in God's name the Giants would ever have Hill out there man to man on an island, you know, a guy on an island with him is just utterly ridiculous. And that, that's what the case was. Anytime Tua recognizes that, he should just, you know, they should just say, okay, you guys, you know, when you're man to man that the ball's coming to you. And it's, you know, just, just do a little juke, which is what Hill did, and, you know, go right down the sideline, and I'm going to put it there. Um, yeah, it was a great throw. It was an easy pitch and catch. The defender was, you know, 10 yards behind Hill. And that's what's going to happen 90% of the time. You know, they had no answers. I mean, you know, the, the motions, you know, Mostert, you know, six and a half yards per carry and a chain, <laughs> like 15 yards a carry. I mean, it just, these numbers are just insane. And, um, you know, Hill had averaged over 20 yards of reception. I mean, I'll tell you, it's just it's it's interesting to watch. It really is. It's it's a lot of fun. It's the best offense we've seen in a long while, right? A long while. A the long most while. explosive. I mean, yes. Kansas City's had some years where they were just like, wow, with Kelsey and when Tyreek was there, you know, they they had some really you know just really interesting offenses to watch. But you're looking at this offense. You know, both from both a, a running production situation exactly. and a passing That's what I was, production. I was just going to say that. Yeah, it's double faceted. You know, you you can run the ball and score at any time, and you can pass the ball and score at any time, and that's that's how you want your offense, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you look at you know, a chain seventy six yard touchdown run. You know, Hill is sixty nine yard reception. It's crazy numbers. And then, yeah, I mean, you talk about chunk plays. I mean, Mostert had a, had a what, a 35, 38-yard run called back, whatever it was, on a ridiculous holding penalty. Um, then he had another 23-yard rush. I mean, 
Wilson had a 23-yard reception. I mean, Waddle had a 20-yard reception. I mean, these are big chunk plays over the course of a game where, Mike, in the fourth quarter, you're not even needing to put the points on the board. You know, I mean, these are... These numbers are basically through two and a half, three quarters because they, you know, they take their foot off the gas pedal in the fourth quarter. I know they did yesterday, you know, if they needed to, you know, these numbers would have been even higher than what they were. And that's the scary part. Um, You know, these are professional football teams that were playing. And I know the Giants were shorthanded. And, you know, I know we got the Panthers coming in next week and they're not one of the better teams in the NFL. But Hey, you know, we've been on the other side of this type of thing, right? Yes, we have. And, you know, if if you think I have any sympathy for any of these teams, <laughs> or I could give a rat's ass or rat, you know, rat shit about any of it, I could care less. You know, I want to see even more domination. You know, I feel like yesterday we should have won by four touchdowns. And um, next week, you know, I expect a lot of the same. I think Carolina is a little bit stronger across the offensive line. You know, probably a little stronger defensively, but, um, you know, they, they should not compete with us regardless. Achan had uh, seven total touchdowns through his first four games, and hmm. he's just the second NFL player to do so in league history. The last hmm. person to do that was Giants running back Bill Paschal that had uh, eight touchdowns in his first four career games in 1943. I was going to say, when in 1923? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and and this is is typical of the numbers that they're putting up. I mean, they're just insane. Right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All the numbers. I mean, what's funny is, and A-Chan is just over-the-top incredible up to this point, Mike. I mean, he had 11 carries again yesterday. I mean, he's not getting the ball more than 10, 11, 12 times a game, and he's putting up these ridiculous numbers, right? It's not like McCaffrey in San Francisco where they, they're throwing to him, they're passing to him, they're throwing it. You know, he gets a lot of touches over the course of the game. A-chain, they didn't even throw the ball. He got targeted, what, once yesterday? And I think mm-hmm. he, on that catch, he had like uh, 10 or 15 yards. I mean, you know, it's not like he's, he's the main focus of this offense. You know, when you look at it, Mostert had as many rushes, and his six and a half yards per carry is a phenomenal number, but it's minuscule compared to <laughs> A-chan. So, you know, the fact that they talked about him maybe not being able to handle, you know, a lot of touches over the course of a game because of his size, it, it, it's fine because Mostert brings a lot to the table. He runs hard. I mean, he plows guys over. Inside the 10, you know, I want to see him getting the football because, you know, he's getting two, three yards a pop, even inside the 10 when they know they're going to run the football. You know, just, uh, you know, they're, they're just a great combination right now. You can't ask for anything more from those guys. You know, I think, you know, as we're on the running attack, my, you know, the, the, the rushing and the running backs, I think that, you know, Jeff Wilson's very expendable at this point. You know, I really think that, you know, as the trade deadline comes up, they should try and move him for some draft capital next year because, you know, you've still got Ahmed and Brooks right behind these two guys. I mean, there's a lot of depth there and it's just, he's, you know, he's he's not necessary on this football team at this point unless you have a couple injuries between now and the trade deadline. So, you know, I think he's a guy that's more than expendable. 
And even if you get a fifth or sixth round pick for him, you know, by all means do it, you know. Cedric Wilson, a factor yesterday, Mike. Wow. I Maybe know. His, I, had, I had to check and see who number 11 was. Yeah, wait, who is that? Yeah, uh-huh. who's number 11? Yeah. Who's number 11? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The, the forgotten man. He had probably his best game as a Dolphin yesterday, right? By far. Without question. Think, without question. I mean, some nice catches. You know, he, he basically took uh, the job of Cray Craft, who's going to be out for a while, and he did, a real, he did an exceptional job. His numbers were better than um, Waddle's as far as um, receiving yards. Yep. Uh, Waddle had the big touchdown, which was great. I mean, Tua, excellent on that play. Improvised. You love to see it. He was like his third or fourth guy he was looking at, looking, 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 threw it in a perfect spot, right, to where only he could catch the ball and not the defender make a play on it. Um, So, you know, all the credit to him on that play as well. He bit time and um, made a great throw, and that was our first touchdown of the game. It set the tone, so it was important, you know? Yep. But, uh, you know, overall, Van Ginkle, Mike, I mean, my goodness. He is so he is so impressive. Wow. I mean, when Phillips comes back, I mean. What do you listen, do? If Fan- <laughs> Fangio, let me tell you something, okay? If Fangio takes snaps away from Van Ginkle, I'm going to lose my mind over the next couple of weeks, Mike. That's all I could tell you because – I mean, that guy's just all over the place, whether he's knocking passes down or just just blowing right past that left tackle. Now, I didn't see Chubb. I didn't see Ogba. I didn't see any of those guys do what Van Ginkle did on that one play when he lined up on the, um, the left tackle. And just literally was – he just – he knocked Jones out of the game, basically. Um, yeah. yeah, he did. Just a phenomenal play. And he had a – I believe he had a, a second. Yeah, he had a second. It, it's so hard. I, I did watch the game again, but I did the condensed, um, you know, I watched the condensed version and it comes at 100 miles an hour. But I'm pretty sure he had two more sacks yesterday, didn't he? I don't know. I don't I'm think I'm looking so. right now. Let me look at the numbers from yesterday. Mr. Van Ginkle, they're saying, had one sack. But yeah. I honestly think he Involved in the second one, but hey, it is what it is. They had they have Baker down for one and a half sacks yesterday. Siler with two. I mean, just I mean, Agba had one and a half. How about that? And Wilkins had a half a sack. I mean, it it came from everywhere. But this Van Ginkle guy, boy, I'll tell you what. I mean, he's playing at an exceptional level. And please, Fangio, do not take snaps away from this guy once Phillips is back. I mean. (laughs) You know, what a rotation. I mean, think about that, right? You got Agba, right, who's way down on the totem pole, right? Yep. And then you've got Chubb, and then you've got Van Ginkle, and you've got Phillips. I mean, and then you got Siler and Wilkins in the middle. That's a very strong front. They just got to get everybody healthy and everybody out there and everybody on the same page. And I think they're going to do some serious damage. Once that defense starts playing better, Mike, I mean, what, yeah. what are the capabilities of this team? Well, you know, Lewis, they're averaging 109 yards more than any other team, and Philadelphia is ranked second. Mm-mm-mm. That's a lot. That? Of, that's a big difference. Big, big difference. 109 yards. Unbelievable. They are on track for 41 rushing touchdowns, which would break the record of 36 by the 62 Packers. Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. And these numbers go on all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So Chris just sent me something, Mike. Um, there's an update that A-Chain is dealing with a knee injury. Were you aware of that? No. And his status for next Sunday is up in the air. Uh, we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And th- Mike, when I tell you, I was at the game yesterday. And I watch A-Chain go out there late in the fourth quarter running the football. And I'm, I swear to you, when I, I, I swear to you What's that he I doing said, in the game? Get him out of there. I turn, <laughs> I turn around to Chris and I'm like, why, why, why is he still in the game at this point? And why is Tua on our very last offensive play with two minutes left in the game dropping back and throwing a pass? I, you know, to me, it's like, guys, I mean – what are we doing out here? You're up by two touchdowns. There's no time left on the clock. Giants have no timeouts left. The game's basically over. What are we doing here? You know? <laughs> yeah. He, he, see, Mike, he, he threw a pass to Mostert in the flat on, the, on our very last offensive play. We got a first down and the game was over. But the game was over prior to that. My point is, is that there's no need to do that. There just isn't. I mean, just, you know, bring Brooks in. You know, Mostert has no business being in the game. Tua really at that point has no business being right. in the football game. Get these guys out of there. And lo and behold, you know, we get this thing, you know, in regard to him uh, being banged up a little bit. I mean, just unbelievable. Anyway, the, uh, the other thing that, that was interesting to me was the, the pass defense, Mike, I, I, I don't know what they were doing, but they were literally the, – the corners were playing 10, 15 yards off the ball, even on third and 10s and third and 12s. And, you know, the Giants converted on some of those to Waller and some of the other guys on just simple square-ins. I mean, I, I, you know, I just didn't get it. I really didn't. I didn't get it. And the game at times was getting a little nip and tuck. But I just don't understand the philosophy behind it. You know, I mean, maybe I'm missing something. But I don't know if you saw that on TV or not. Um, but it was happening quite a bit. We kept noticing, you know, at the game that why is Apple and even X-Man, why mm-hmm. are they off the ball 10, 15 yards? You know, I mean, they were easy pitching catches for the Giants, you know, in front of them. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. I'm still trying to figure out what Fangio's doing with this defense. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a step back for just a couple minutes, and we'll be right back. McDaniel, by the way, said it's to be determined if uh, A-Chain is at risk of missing next week's game. They're not sure yet. Right. They're in the middle of evaluating them. Evaluating them. Good. Yep. All right. Well, you know, if there is a game that he could possibly miss – you know, I don't. I think that next week is probably it. Probably you know, it. Carolina yeah. at home. You know, um, you know that'd probably be a game that you know we wouldn't. Listen, we missed him at the beginning of the year, right? I don't think he was in the game that we scored. What was he? Yeah, he was in the uh, Denver game, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. He wasn't in the Charger game, right? Yeah. So anyway, well, uh, I'll tell you. You know, they, as a team, they look good, but they weren't perfect. You know, they they were not. They've right. got some correcting to do, and, and obviously ball security, both by the quarterback and the running back, should be something that's stressed. Yes. But that aside, this team is playing phenomenal football when they get, when they get it going, you know? 
Yes, absolutely. And that's what that's what you want to see, you know. But the, the question is, on the other side of the ball, the defense. Yeah, and the offense with the turnover. I mean, Mike, look, you know, I watched the San Francisco-Dallas game. Now, Dallas is a really good football team. Yep. And, and San Francisco Annihilated them. <laughs> absolutely dominated them. That's what this Dolphin team, in my opinion, is capable of doing. When you look at the guys across the defense – you know, and you look at, and it, you know, there are some weaknesses on the defense, but not nothing severe. I mean, it's not like Baker; they haven't Baker hasn't played up to par, and neither is Long up to this point. But they're not they're not killing you out there. It's not like oh my god, this guy's just detriment to the team. Well, no, it's He's, not. It's not Philip Wheeler, <laughs> right? Exactly. You're not. You're not. You know. You're, you're not getting annihilated these guys aren't being exposed to that extent but you know as you watch san francisco and you watch them on both sides of the football and what they're doing you know i feel that when you look at our roster on both sides they're like sister teams to me yeah agreed and and we should be doing especially against a team like the giants we should be just completely dominating them and we somewhat did yesterday but we kind of shoot ourselves, you know, we shoot ourselves in the foot over and over and over again. And that's got it. That's got to stop. You know, they've yeah. got to get, they've got to play cleaner football games. You know, once we get later, you know, later in the season and we start. Well, that's just it. I mean, the reason games. we're stressing this is because there's going to be a later in the season and we're going to play Buffalo again and we're going to play Kansas City and we're going to play the Eagles. You're not going to get away with turning the ball over and playing sloppy football against those teams. You're just not. You're just not. And the Jets, you know, right? we got two games against them. Their defense is something to take seriously. Their defense, if you make mistakes, they can turn a game around, and you don't want that. You know, we've got a game up in Baltimore, you know, same situation. Yeah. You know, it's it's Buffalo, Baltimore, we're, we're playing up in Baltimore December 31st. I mean, yeah. you know, that's – it's going to be cold. They're going to be jacked up. I mean, that's New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be together for that. We will. That'll be fun. Yeah. Chris will be here as well, I believe. That'll be fun. The whole team will be here. All <laughs> we got to do is get Jim Johnson down here, and um, who else fills in that these days? I, There's a whole bunch of people. <laughs> I Mike, lost track. <laughs> Michael Palumbo. Palumbo, uh, Mariotti. Mariani. Yep, Mariani, yeah, Mariotti. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Norwood, all those guys. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, Kirk, we saw at the game, Kirk Marks. Yeah. That was great seeing him. Uh, you know, we hung out for a bit before the game. He had to rush out after the game, so we didn't see him afterwards. But we got to hang out, and I haven't seen him in a few years, so it was great to see him. Yeah, um, I'll see him at the Raiders game. You'll see them at the Raiders game. They've got a great spot. You know, make sure. Uh, yeah, that's where we're heading. Make sure you get a good night's rest, Mike, because you're doing the grilling, buddy. Uh, Steven will do the grilling. I'm yeah. doing the talking. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, you know, but uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So we've got to, you know, we've got to tighten some things up. You know, it. <laughs> We're getting spoiled to an extent only because we know the capability. I mean, exactly. you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be negative, but I want this team to, to be playing at the level that San Francisco is because I feel they're just as good as the 49ers at this point. And, well, they um, have potential to be. 
I don't they think do. they, I don't think they are quite there yet. Yeah. Yeah, they're you know it, it's interesting. If Fangio can get that defense playing at a top level, then then they are definitely there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't make mistakes. The 49ers. they just don't. Yeah, you know, uh, Purdy, the quarterback, is playing mistake-free football. You've what got, a story he is! <laughs> unbelievable. Just <laughs> Chris turned around to me and said, "We took Thompson." <laughs> And they got Purdy, you know, and I'm like, hey, how does that happen? I said, it happens. I said, there's a guy named Tom Brady that, you know. Yeah. That Everybody was, passed what, on multiple times. Seventh round draft pick. Sixth. Brady, sixth round. I mean, you know, it happens. You know, Kirk Cousins was not a top draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. It happens. You know, it's just the way it is. And, uh, you know, they, they've got a great. you draft a guy and he's more than you thought he would be. And they've got they've got a great coach there, and their yes. system is just very similar to what McDaniel is doing here. He's doing a, an outstanding job. I just wish they would not get cute inside the ten yard line and just run the friggin' ball. You got a guy that can run people over, and you got a guy in Brooks that can run people over. Mostert just, I mean, he hits the hole hard, and even if you blast him at the line, he's getting two three yards. Stop getting cute. You know, and going to empty sets at the three, four yard line. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of that either. I, I think it invites trouble. It does. I mean, it's a it's a very compact area that you're throwing into, and you know, we saw the results of that yesterday. I mean, you know, no need for it. You know, there's no need for that. You know, I felt, and I told Chris this as we were sitting at the game on first down, Mike, when they lined up um, in. Shot no, I'm sorry, not in shotgun. They were in I formation. Tua was under center. Ingold was in the game right behind them. Uh-huh. And I believe Mozart was right behind him. I said, they're gonna pass the ball out of this formation. They're showing run uh-huh. and they're gonna pass. And they ran. Okay, great. But then when they went into little spread formations, you know, I said, Okay, we're definitely running the ball here. <laughs> They threw the, they they kept throwing the ball, throwing the ball. And then on third down, um, you know, they went to an empty formation with no running back in the backfield. So you're telling them, hey guys, guess We're what? We're throwing it. We're yep. throwing a football. You got fifteen yards or ten yards to defend here, because we were at the four yard line, fourteen yards to defend. I mean, you know, I don't agree with that. I feel that, you know, there's a time and a place and you know, just your offensive line is doing a great job, and they have been doing a great job running the football. Just, just, just run the ball. Put the game away, and rest your starters for most of the fourth quarter. You know that's that's really where we should have been in this game. But instead, you still got a chain, and you got Tua, and you got all your guys out there. You know, deep into the fourth quarter. You know when it didn't have to happen. Put these teams away, and. Get all these backups in. Get let them get their playing time, and uh, you know, keep you guys healthy for the following week. Okay, <laughs> and that's it. Anything you know else, Mike? Well, I mean, we can read some more numbers, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, because I can do it all day. Well, uh, we we do we do have to. Let's talk about 100 yard games because this is this is a fun one. Uh-huh. Um, He's the fifth Dolphin to have three straight 100-yard rushing games. Can you name the others? The fifth? Yep. 
All right. So it had to be Ricky. Yes. He's got to be on that list. It had to be, you know what? I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in and say Delvin Williams did it. No. He didn't. Okay. Um, you got to You got to have Merck. Nope. Kidding me. Zonk, no, Zonka. Zonks. Nope. No Zonka. I would have guessed Zonka, definitely, but no. Yeah, so Mercury, Zonka. Neither one of them did it three games in a row. Neither one of them. God. Ajaye? Yeah. <laughs> he had two 200-yard games yeah. and then a 100-yard game. Uh, okay. Ronnie did it? Yeah. Wow. One and, more. Man, this is, a, this is a tougher one. It's a tougher one. Andra? Franklin? Reggie Bush. Reggie. Okay. God, the forgotten man. He had that. Chris was talking about him yesterday that he just had that one monster year for us where he was just outstanding. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, these numbers go on forever. They're playing at such a phenomenal rate on offense. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mistakes hurt you. But that aside, mm -hmm. they really are playing very well as a unit. Yes. Um. So, you know, you have to enjoy that. But, mm -hmm. you know, as you mentioned, there are things they have to work on, and I'm sure they will, you know. Um, yeah. I was very impressed with their effort yesterday. You watch Van Ginkle, and you watch Sealer, and uh, these guys on defense. Wilkins, yep. And, you know, they may, they may not be a top defense right now, but they are busting butt. Yeah. And that's what you want to see. Absolutely. How about Kahoo on some of those hits? Oh, my yeah. God. When he He's a that. great tackler. When they and, and so is Apple, by the way. I mean, he may not be able to cover, but he sure is physical. <laughs> he can hit, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. You know, he they they had some blow up hits yesterday, and and how about Sanders again? Perfect, Mike. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, just quietly it, moving along. It, you don't hear anything about him now. What three weeks in a row now? I yeah. mean, he had a couple misses, I think, early in the season, but. I mean, extra point, extra point, extra points, and field goals I mean, it, every time. It's amazing to me. You know, the guy misses one kick, and everybody wants to cut him because, you know, he had a bad year last year. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to you gotta be fair with these people, you know. <laughs> it, it, people do miss kicks. It's, it's part of the game. Yeah, kickers, I compare them to relief pitchers in baseball that they're just all over the place. I mean, they're great for like, you know, 20 straight games. They save a game, the closer, and then they'll have this stretch to where they can't get anybody out for two, three games. And yeah, then they, they, they save fuck. another 20 games. I mean, it happens. Sanders did have a pretty bad year this year, but a lot of his kicks yesterday were right down Broadway. Um, you know, they're not like, you know, barely getting inside the uprights. I mean, last year was a crazy year, you know, for him. Um, yeah. And, the, and then the couple misses early this year, and everybody was ready to hang the guy. but. He um he's getting the job done. <laughs> Our punter. Oh boy, man, he doesn't have to punt much. But what the hell was that? Thing? I mean, holy Toledo! We were like, where the hell did that ball go? He shanked it. We're he went twenty yards. Well, you know, on TV, Mike, you know, the camera will kind of like you know be able to maybe follow it. At yeah. the game, I was like, where the frig did the ball go? <laughs> I'm looking around. And it's like, you know, you got a couple beers in you and you're like, man, what, what, what is going on here? Where'd, that, it, it, where'd the ball go? It disappeared. <laughs> and then I see the referee running <laughs> 35 yards up the sideline. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you talk about, 
I mean, that was more than a shank. That was, uh, you know, the quadruple shank or what? I don't know. I mean, there was no explanation for that kick. It was ugly. I haven't seen one like that, Mike, in, in, in ages. You yeah, know? it's been a while. It's <laughs> been a while because they got it. <laughs> They've got everything down to a science now, and um, you just don't see that happen that often. Well, let's but, hope uh, we don't see it again. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we definitely can't see that again. That's for sure. I don't want to see anything like that again. But um, it was a fun trip, and um, you know, kind of like you know, being down there. You know, you kind of get antsy about getting back down there. You know, so uh-huh. we'll see what happens. Is the play maybe in the playoffs or something to that effect? We'll try and uh, we get a home playoff game. Try and get down there for that. That would be awesome. Yeah, but that's a long, long way away. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We've got absolutely. a long season still ahead of us, but four and one, feeling mighty good, Mike. It is, it is, it, and it's been an impressive four and one. I mean, the one obviously you hate because it was Buffalo, but yeah. uh, that aside, you know, I, they've been like I said, the numbers are unbelievable. So, Lewis, they averaged eight point three one yards per play, which would be an NFL record if they can maintain that pace. Uh, That's where they're at up to this point in the season, right? The wow. uh, two thousand Rams uh, have the highest ever at six point nine eight per play, so they would shatter it if they stay at that level. Wow! 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 That was the um, the greatest show on earth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Marshall Falk and all those fellas. Yeah, they were a good offense. Yes, they were an incredible offense. My God, they had some players on that team. I mean, speed, speed, and more speed. But we rival them. Mm-hmm. We really do. Here's, I mean, here's another one. A-Chain uh, is averaging 12.1 yards per carry. On 38 carries, <laughs> <laughs> over 100 attempts, he would set the NFL record for average rushing yards attempts in a season, breaking Michael Vick's 8.45 average in 2006. That, listen, the fact, Michael Vick, Michael yeah. Vick's a quarterback. Yeah, but okay? he's a rushing yards. Yep. I, I get it, but it's not even. It's it, not the it, same thing. It, it's not the same damn thing. I mean, Vick was running out of passing formations and. You know, he was so dynamic, you know, once he got out of the pocket. It's a whole different situation. I mean, no. I want to hear the closest running back, not the closest (laughs) quarterback. Well, it's below the 8.45 that uh, Vic averaged. Right. And I I don't think – I mean, my goodness, that's a crazy Just insane. Insane. 12 yards per carry. Just crazy. It's crazy. The guy's going to have a thousand yards rushing on a hundred, hundred. Let's hope his knees hundred okay, carries, but, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Once he gets around the hundred carries, he'll be over a thousand. You're talking yeah. about. <laughs> you're talking about, or people talk about Hill going for two thousand yards receiving. If this guy starts carrying the ball fifteen, twenty times a game, yeah, he may rival him. He may have 2,000 yards before game 12 or 13, right? Well, right now, Hill has 651 yards. And uh, through the five games, that puts him on pace for 22-13. Wow. Which would smash what Calvin Johnson did of 1964 back in 2012. What's A-Chain's numbers at right now, Mike? I I can assure you, and keep in mind, he – 
missed what the first game yeah uh, yeah and the second game i don't think got all that many touches i'm looking him up right now mr achan I'm good because i don't have his total here yeah i'm looking at it right now mr achan on the season mike has 460 yards rushing already. 460 yep. yards. And he didn't play five games. He made, he missed the first game, didn't he? So, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking that up now. Um looking game by game. It I mean it's just it's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. So he played Mike. This guy has played a total of 3 games. It's okay. not it's not 4. It's 3. Okay. He had one carry against New England for five yeah. yards. He had no carries against the Chargers. He had 203 yards against Denver, 101 against Buffalo, and 151 yesterday. This guy, I believe, leads the NFL in rushing. And he's yeah, played he three games. He does. And he's played three games. Yep. Three games. Um, when you, If he goes at this pace, Mike, you know, I was just joking. I, I can't see him going at this pace. But no. Even if he goes at something comparable, right, or something, you know, to a lesser degree, I mean, this guy will be over a 1,000 yards in like four or five games from now. Yeah, that's insane. And that's that's nine games. That's halfway through the season. I mean, he's he's doing some extraordinary things. Um, He's an exceptional player. They all are. But – you know, give all the credit to McDaniel and, and the play calling and the system. And Butch Berry with his uh, offensive line. Oh, they're just out, they're just phenomenal. Mike, the, you know, the motions and, you know, how they're setting things up, though, it just creates incredibly, uh, you know, an incredible amount of pressure on the defense to try and figure out what the hell's going on. Tua, to his credit, is just executing it perfectly. You know, um, you know the the fake runs, the, the you know the runs that have Mozart in the backfield, and you know A chain coming around from the slot on running plays, and and other guys. He's doing very it. good in the pocket, <clears throat> uh, handing off, and uh, you know, uh, running the offense. He really looks very smooth doing it. He's executing perfectly, Mike. He's executing yep. perfectly. Um, you know, I can't say enough about the team as a whole. I mean, we could go on and on and on. I mean, there's just so many positives. I'm glad we, you know, we talked about some of the negatives early on because the positives are just, you know, just well, over the top. Let it's, me give you another positive. If Miami right. wins this coming Sunday, they would be 5-1 and one for the first time since 2002. Wow. 21 years. Yeah. 21 years. Unbelievable. Um. You know, it's just crazy. All these numbers are just crazy. I mean, they they have such potential to be so very good. They do. I mean, you know, and and you look at the schedule, you know, as a whole, um, you know, we're we're in pretty good shape, you know. Um, know, 4-1, yes. No, no, no. I'm saying going forward, you know, I mean, you would think that you're going to beat, you're going to beat Carolina next week, right? I mean, you know, that, that. that that should be an easy victory for you. No, um, you know nothing comes easy. I know we yeah. shouldn't say that, but you know it's you, the NFL. You know, <laughs> sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. 
As you look at the schedule going forward, though, Mike, you know, Carolina, you then go to Philadelphia on a Sunday night. And again, you know, it's it's time for us to shine. You know, we go into that game five and one. You know, we want to go up there and we want to play a good football game. You know, we yep. don't want to get beat by, you know, three touchdowns like Buffalo beat us when team, you know, it seems like every time we get built up and people start talking about us being a, a legitimate contender, that you know, we, falls out. We, we have a game where it just knocks us right back down to earth and people start saying, oh, it's the same old Dolphins. You know, they're, they're good, but they're not there. And, you know, at some point, during the course of this season, Mike, you know, they have to show us, they have to show the country, the world, that, you know, they are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. And well, you do that by beating Philadelphia and by exactly. beating Kansas City and yes. by beating Buffalo. You know, you yep. start beating those teams and you're definitely going to be in the playoff conversation. And you're in the playoff conversation, exactly. And so, teams, will, you know, teams will respect you as a playoff team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, so, you know, I'm looking forward to next Sunday. Uh, you know, Carolina, know a little bit about them. You know, they've got a lot of new parts, per se, you know, a lot of new pieces to that puzzle up there on both yeah. sides. We'll so, talk about them on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm going I'm to actually watch their game at some point before Wednesday. Um, this past weekend's game and um, see about them because I that's one team I have not seen an awful lot of up to this I point. I haven't either. Yeah. I mean, it's not a team that I would go out of my way to exactly you know, to watch, you exactly. know, per se. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking forward to us getting another W and another victory Monday, Mike, a week from now. So, um, yeah. That sounds awesome. All right. Put it, mark it down. Yes, victory sir. Monday, next Monday. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, Lewis, thanks for joining me this afternoon, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, we appreciate it. Yes, we do. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll be back on Wednesday to uh, talk about those Panthers and uh, how we think that game might go. Yes. Another home game. Another home game. Fins up, Lewis. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, Finn fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right, until next week, be well and take care. Network.